0: Good morning everyone, today is Tanya, learning in memory of Tamar Batalu, Tamar Bat Machluf, um, the mother of Shlomi Amar, Badal Mechaim to whose yard said it is today, a blessed memory. May her soul be elevated to extreme heights, and there may she bless her descendants with yiddish, good health and good... Uh, Shiduchim, and all the blessings. And may she intercede on behalf of the Jewish people for blessings that Mashiach come immediately. We're beginning Epistle number 28, where Epistle 27 was written after the passing of Rabbi Menachem Mendel Hareduk, a fellow disciple of the Bagot of Mezrich. This, and they are talked about at Tzadikim, after their passing, are still very much with us and able to give their students even more than before. And this Epistle number 28 is a letter written to his mechutin on the uh, who is the holy Rabbi Levi Yitzchok of Arditchiv on the passing of his son Reb and it talks about how the, the passing of the tzaddikim atones for willful sins and is a higher higher level than the sacrifices brought in the temple. In short, we will begin explaining this epistle, this deep concept of what happens the passing of the tzaddikim. The the Rebbe begins with the statement of why is it that the passing of Miriam is, is put in the Torah right next to the burning of the red heifer. He quotes the Gemara that says that just like the red heifer atones, the red heifer atoned for the golden calf, so too the passing of the righteous atones for sins. The question the Rebbe asks is why specifically is it the passing of the tzaddikim of Miriam um, related specifically to the red heifer uh, type of sacrifice, which happens outside the temple, outside Jerusalem. That's where the red heifer is burnt, as opposed to the sin offering that happens on the altar itself. So the altar first explains what exactly is going on when you bring a sacrifice. A sacrifice is essentially, um, just to give you an ex- uh, explanation, what happens is that all the animals that are burnt on the altar... Were come from the celestial animals that are in the, the vision of Ezekiel, who saw the vision of a chariot, a holy chariot, in chapter one of Ezekiel. He saw a chariot being carried by four animals. One was a was a one was a an eagle. Pey arye a lion. Pey of an ox, the face of an ox and the face of man. And then there was a person on top of um, that chariot. And the, so those are spiritual beings, angels. As it comes down, the eagle as well as the ox, they are the source of all birds as well as all domesticated animals that are brought as sacrifices. And we know that they're on a very high level, the animals, their source, and they're called the level of tohu. And then that level is from a world of tohu, very strong emotions like animals have. And it was so light, was so strong, the vessels were not strong were not wide enough and it broke, shattered and sparks fell into all these different places and these animals and so on and so forth and by bringing these animals as sacrifices we elevate these animals back to the original source which is higher than the world of tikkun of rectification that we live in that a small amount of lights and broad amount of vessels and that's what happens when the sacrifice is brought so an elevation happens from the animal which is a klipas noga translucent the intermediate klipa between holiness and the three impure klipot. And it's elevated on the altar and it brings down um, a reciprocal light from God, the man that's on top of the chariot, Um, a a type of light revelation that can be uh, actually internalized in the person, like food is internalized by eating. So too, this light is internalized into the person. That's why the actual sacrifices are called food to the altar. So, that is when a regular sacrifice when we're talking about the burning of the red heifer they used to throw in also um, a cedar wood and hyssop branch uh, or plant as well as pouring the water that shows on sanctification of they actually would call the process was called the sanctification of the purifying waters that's the process as as it's called in the Mishnah and that brings down a level called kodashalyan which is a supreme sanctity and referred to as the dew um, of Bedulcha. What is the dew of Bedulcha? That's how the manna is described, as the dew of Bedulcha. Rain comes from, and when you listen from below, as it says in Genesis, describes the rain from um, a vapor rose from the ground and represents from service down here, brings the rain. But dew is spontaneous from above. And it's a much higher level, as the Holy Zohar writes. And that's the level of Chachma, Chachma ilah, the, the, the supernal Chachma. Um, chachma s'tima even, it's higher level, so it's wisdom higher than atzilis, even in the level of archanp, in the level of Kesser. And it says in many places in Zohar that through this Chachma they are refined. And basically what happens is when the water is pouring into the ashes of the red heifer, what um, happens is divine light is drawn down from this high level and darkness becomes converted to light. That is, to the world of Tikkun. Which becomes refined and rectified by means of this revelation of this Chamastima of Arach Anpin. The wisdom within Keser, within the crown, which is higher than the world. Higher than the world of Tikkun, the world of Atsilas. Um, in other words, the world of Tikkun is refined and rectified from the world of Tohu, which is the higher world. And, and and so on and so forth and therefore the red heifer is able to purify from the most severe impurity which is the corpse they used to spray the ashes of the red heifer on someone that became defiled by touching a, a dead person even though the corpse is such a is the ultimate degree of impurity which is lower than it's from the most empirically pot but the higher something is, the more it can purify. So that's basically why the passing of tzaddikim is relates to the Red Effer because it purifies even the three impure klipot as we'll see tomorrow. So too in the passing of tzaddikim, it purifies even the willful sins of man. Not like a sacrifice that only purifies and exempts for unwillful sins. So because we had the passing of the righteous already, it purifies all the sins And because of the sins, we were exiled from our land. As we say in the Musaf prayer, may God bring the atonement and bring us back to our land with the coming of Mashiach. Now, Amen. Have a wonderful day.